Unless otherwise indicated, all the names, characters, businesses, places, events, and incidents in these stories and audio narrations are either the product of the author's imagination or used in a fictitious manner. Any resemblance to actual persons, living or dead, or actual events is purely coincidental. The stories and audio narrations are not intended as a substitute for the medical advice of physicians. The reader and or listener should consult a physician in matters relating to his or her health, and particularly with respect to any symptoms that may require diagnosis or medical attention. Mature content. Listener discretion is advised. Zen medicine. I'm an intuitive tantric Reiki healer. I'm neither formally trained nor educated in being a tantra or Reiki healer. I'm just pretty plugged into the universe, and this is my calling, for better or for worse. How people find me? Well, there's word of mouth and divine timing. Here's my story. I was in pitch black, and I couldn't even see my body, much less move. There was nothing, and it felt like I was just a frozen blip of awareness floating in the starless space. But I wasn't afraid. I've been in enough of these sleep paralysis dreams in my younger years that fear wasn't my first reaction anymore. Instead, it was calm weariness. You know the kind of cold that seeps deep into your bones, and it takes forever to get warm. Yeah, it was that kind of cold that I was experiencing in this sleep paralysis. Along with the cold came the buzzing of energy in my ears. Together, they were indicative of something negative in the cold darkness. That I definitely was not alone. When the faint outline of a shadow finally emerged out of the dark, it leaned into my face. I calmly looked back at it. In this dark, cold space, I said to it, "No, leave." And the cold instantly dissipated. The dark receding into the normal darkness of the night. Having these type of dreams is a real bitch. As a tantric Reiki healer, the only true formula that I follow was my intuition. With the person's permission, I tap into his or her energy to get a better idea of what was needed, and I went from there. At the end of the day, it was all about clearing the blockages in the body's energetic centers, also known as chakras, and using them to heal his or her own body. While all of the energy centers are strong, ranking right up there in potency is the heart chakra because of the emotion of love, and the sacral chakra because of the sexual energy. Sexual energy was quite potent and healing. All it needed was a little guidance, and that's where I came in. Talk about job security. My appointment today was with Ron Evernacki. I had met him during the tantric healing group session that Ava and I had led a few weeks ago at her spa. His wife had dragged him there, hoping to rekindle that old spark. We were in one of Ava's private studios above Soft and Pink, her yoga and spa center, because it was going to take time, and I needed comfort and room to move. For today's session, I wore a sleeveless, form-fitting, open-back russet brown bodysuit with a modest tan wrap skirt that came down to my knees. 
Ever since Ava had made that suggestion about wearing something more alluring, like lingerie, during healing sessions, it stuck with me. It was a stupid idea at the time she had made it, but like most things, it grew on me like mildew. It made sense, but I drew the line with lingerie. I was a healer, not a hoe. When I had initially met Ron, he actually had an energy leech clinging into his back. Sometimes stress and worry would invite these creatures into the body, and you guessed it—they drain the energy from a person. At a minimum, it leaves a person quite tired and easily irritated. At most, the body could become lethargic. But lucky for him, I knew what to do with these buggers. As we sat in the room, getting to know each other and getting him comfortable before we started the healing session, I noticed another energy leech on him. How are you feeling since that class, Ron? I asked as I sipped my ginger ale, my eyes on the small creature on his back. There were floor-length wall mirrors behind him, and I watched the creature with great distaste. Funny that you ask that, Ron said with a slight frown. I left that class actually feeling better than I had in months, but work's still a pain in the ass. And my wife's right: being an accountant's stressful and with long hours. He leaned forward, his eyes bright. Say, do you sell that spray that you used that day? I can't say if that's what made me feel better or the overall class, but I'm willing to pay good money for it. It's not for sale, I said, as I pulled a small bottle out of my small messenger bag. But I do plan to use it for today's session. I put it on the table, and Ron's eyes were immediately on it. I think you got a hit on your hands," he said excitedly as he rose from his seat to hold the bottle in his hands. "You could make a killing if you sell it. It smells good, and if you market it right, people will believe that it can provide stress relief." "I'll think about it," I said. Yet another unsolicited business suggestion from another patron. Another thing to tuck into the back of my mind about my business. Tell me what you want to get out of today's session," I asked, so that we make sure you leave here feeling good too. The fifty-ish-year-old man blushed beet red, the color running down his face to the top of his chest. But I had to give him credit for not stammering. My wife and I talked about it after that class. I felt so good after it that I was thinking that maybe there was something to it. Since it's just between me and you, he said slowly, "We've been going through a dry spell. I figured that maybe you could help me get back on track." Meaning you want to be able to have productive sex. I remember something that Henry, my spirit guide, had told me from the last time that Ron had impotence because of the work-related stress. That's still the case, Z. Henry piped up at that moment in my head, but his chi energy is still strong. Well, that's good to know. I thought as I thanked him for the info, his gold spark blinking in the corner of my eye. But let's first confirm this with Ron. Ron, I began as I looked at him. Are you experiencing impotence right now? He ducked his head, his eyes downcast. The ruddy red blushed, darkening. After a few moments, his head bobbed up and down. It's nothing to be ashamed of, Ron. I said reassuringly. Just to level set expectations, though, today's healing will definitely help you with it. But you're in charge of the rest. It's a lifestyle change that you're after, and I'm just a short-term fix. He nodded silently. I continued. Why don't we talk more about this after we finish with the healing? Let's see how you feel afterward. Again, he nodded, but this time he spoke. That's a good idea. Then I said, "Let's get started. You take a shower and come back here when you're done." 
Fresh from a quick shower, Ron was dressed only in a beige bathrobe because I wanted him relaxed and because I needed to first get rid of the energy leech on his back before we actually got started. I had Ron sit on the floor cushion, legs curled into a loose lotus position. I turned on some soft binomial music that sounded like being in a rainforest that had a calm waterfall. I've never meditated before, Z. Ron said, his voice uncertain. I don't know how to. I shook my head. No worries, I'll show you. It's just for a few minutes to clear the air and get you relaxed. Whether it's meditation or tantric or Reiki healing, it's all about the breath. Deep breaths of air into the lungs, filling the diaphragm multiple times as needed until the body feels loose and the mind is in the present moment. And before long, Ron's color was back to normal. His face relaxed, his breathing peaceful. I had him focus on the soothing sounds of the waterfall. Had him visualize being in paradise. The binomial beats in the soothing music help settle the mind from wandering. For this particular healing, I usually have this type of music playing throughout the entire session. During this time, I took the opportunity to ground myself before clearing and cleansing the air around us. I walked around him and gave him and me healthy spritz of my homemade spray that he was so enthused about earlier. It was made of various high-frequency herbs and crystals like rosemary and rose quartz, and one of the most important ingredients was sea salt. Salt was a natural and potent dispeller of negative energy, and it was with great satisfaction to see the energy leech on Ron's back. Coil from the spray to see it shrivel up and fall off like the disgusting buggery it was. That was tremendous satisfaction. Once we strengthened Ron's energy, it would be tougher for it to feed on him again. And if Ron was serious and diligent about a more balanced work life, then it will never have another opportunity to come back. After the brief meditation, I noticed that his aura was white with tings of sunshine yellow. Smiling again with satisfaction, I was happy to see Ron taking this healing to heart. Energetically, he was relaxed. And open, and this made for a very conducive healing session. Initially, he was resistant to wearing only his birthday suit, but after the five-minute meditation, he shed his bathrobe and boxers and stretched out flat on the floor cushions. Closing his eyes, he took a deep breath and settled into himself, and readily put himself into my hands. Literally, remember your breathing, Ron. Just follow my voice. I instructed as I laid a clean towel over his penis to keep him warm. Moving to his head, I continued. Whenever you feel the need to say anything, just say it. If it feels good or bad, just say it. Don't hold back. Because of my strong Reiki energy, they became my hands when I shifted my internal energy into my physical ones. This was the sole reason why I didn't need to actually lay my hands on the actual flesh. These were what I called my phantom hands, and this made for a warm, tingly experience for my clients. Starting at the crown of his head, I closed my physical eyes and turned inward. Taking a deep breath, I then opened my third eye and began the healing. Hovering my hands an inch above his skin, I used my phantom fingers to massage his white crown chakra, then his scalp, and to his third eye. From there, I moved down his face, his nose, his mouth, and his ears before moving to his blue throat chakra. Oh my God. Ron murmured drowsily as he sighed deeply. This feels so good, so warm. My scalp's tingling. I moved down to his chest, my hands hovering over his heart chakra, and it was good to see that it was healthy and vibrant. Then I directed my chi energy to massage his hex and his nipples. 
That was the start of his moaning and groaning, and for his penis to stand hard and at attention. From his heartened nipples, I moved down to his soft, quivering stomach to cleanse the solar plexus chakra that laid an inch above his belly button, skipping over his orange sacral chakra, the main chakra that was on show for this healing session. I was saving the best for the last. That, along with the root chakra, which laid at his perineum, moving down his body, I massaged his thighs, his calves, and all the way down to the soles of his feet. I sighed deeply, momentarily pulling back my internal energy. Opening my eyes, I looked over at Ron. I had to stifle a laugh because he looked quite comatose. How are you doing, Ron? This is like the best massage I've ever had. He responded thickly as if his tongue was frozen. Don't mind me. Keep remembering to breathe, Ron, I reminded him. We're about to work on your sacral and root chakras now. Don't hold back on what you feel. Remember, follow the energy and just go with it. Then taking a deep breath myself, I focused my energy into my hands once more and began the deep healing of his sacral and root chakras. Both of these chakras were lackluster in color, which told me that they were lethargic, hence his impotency. I didn't sense any physical sickness or illness that led to his inability to get it up. Except for these two chakras, the rest of his energy centers were healthy and hearty. This was proof enough for me that stress was the main culprit for his condition. I poured my energy into these two energy centers, soothing and massaging them back to their optimal sizes and vibrant colors of orange and red, respectively. When they both began to rotate properly, glowing brightly, I sighed with satisfaction. Then I removed the towel from his penis and I focused on the pierced de resistance of today's healing session. He groaned loudly as I hovered around both sides of his cock with my phantom hands. I ran my energetic fingers up and down his hard shaft, and when I softly pinched the top of his cock, his body jerked off the cushions. As I continued to stroke him up and down its long length, he let out a deep, long moan, his hips thrusting up. Then I moved my hands to cup his balls, massaging them gently. His sexual energy, his arousal, which was building throughout the body massage, was quickly reaching its peak. But I teased the energy by pulling back, letting it cool because I didn't want him to orgasm yet. For a few minutes, I repeated my motions, teasing it to peaking before pulling back. The goal of tantric healing was not about reaching orgasm. That was just a byproduct of the sexual energy, but if it happened, then so be it. When Ron's sexual energy glowed red hot in my mind's eye, it vibrantly coiling like a thunderstorm, I knew it was time. With one phantom hand, I grabbed a firm hold of his red sexual energy, feeling its heat in my hands. With the other, I stroked his cock from the bottom up and then squeezed the top of his penis once more. Shouting breathlessly, Ron came, his body convulsing as the white creamy cum spurted wildly onto my hands. I want to say that this was not the first time I had cum spurting on me. I lost count of how many times that happened, so it was safe for me to say that I'm used to it. But I digressed. As soon as Ron came, I said, breathe, Ron. Keep breathing and don't hold your breath. I seized his sexual energy, and as I knelt over him, eyes closed, I spread my hands apart over his body, directing the energy up into his higher chakras and all the way down to his toes. I was meticulous in spreading the healing energy throughout his body, and in my mind's eye, his entire body began to glow, a healthy color of earth green. As the orgasm subsided, Ron collapsed on the floor cushions, bare chest heaving, panting breathlessly, his skin wet with sweat. 
Pulling his long legs up, he groaned from the residual tremors from the orgasm. I grabbed a clean hand towel and wiped the semen from my hands, pulling back all of my internal energy. I remained silent while he gathered himself together. When he finally opened his eyes, only then did I make a move toward him. I handed a clean hand towel out to him and he took it gratefully. He wiped his face and his neck and sighed deeply. Turning to look at me, he said with a half smile, So I guess I'm not impotent anymore, huh? I smiled back at him. You did really great, Ron. You're going to be just fine. But we're not quite finished yet. At his inquisitive look, I said, If you want, we can continue with your prostate. That's your G-spot. That wasn't my G-spot orgasm? Ron asked incredulously. God, that orgasm literally rocked my fucking world. You're saying it wasn't my G-spot? I shook my head. Nope. He frowned as he thought about it. Tell me what you'll do. I explained that the man's G-spot was a couple of inches up in the anus. Externally, it can be stimulated by massaging the perineum or internally with a finger in the ass. The orgasm that results from this particular stimulation was known to put the orgasm he just had to shame, if done right, which I always did. He thought about it very briefly before nodding his consent. Bold statement, Z. I accept that challenge. With the money that I'm paying today, why the hell not? Let's do this. And after everything was said and done, Done, Ron admitted that it was indeed his first G-spot all-body orgasm in all his 52 years. He had elected to have an internal stimulation, and when I had inserted my phantom finger, it only took a few moments before he lost his rocks, but good. We ended the session with him turning over to lie on his stomach. He was physically spent and was well and thoroughly done. So as he fell into a deep sleep, I laid a healing crystal grid of various sizes and shapes of rose quartz and amethysts on his back. The sexual energy in his chakras was indeed potent and healing, and adding a crystal healing grid was going to completely seal up his aura airtight against any more energy buggers. Status of the case of Ron Evernacki soundly closed music credit by kogan audio sound credit by zacksplat.com story created written and narrated by z.e lian if you enjoyed today's podcast please consider supporting us by subscribing on apple itunes and leaving us a five-star review it helps people find us and it is greatly appreciated follow the continuing story of zen medicine on medium.com